All right, welcome to back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. We're going to be talking about Kevin Kisner's win at the Wyndham. We're going to talk a little about the Ryder Cup, and obviously we're going to be breaking down the Northern Trust at Liberty National ahead of the FedEx Cup playoffs. So we'll talk about all the storylines going into the next three weeks of tournaments. So let's get into it. Get inside the ropes. There's a lot to talk about this week, just in terms of like the FedEx Cup playoffs, what the window meant for the FedEx Cup playoffs, like looking forward to, to just like the next, you know, three weeks of tournaments, as well as like, you know, there's probably a little break in between there, barely. And then um, there's the Ryder Cup. So a lot to talk about. So Kevin Kisner won this week. I, I, I didn't, I didn't pick, pick it. Um, actually, I didn't place a bet on it which kind of sucks, but I did mm-hmm. pick it on the podcast at 50 to one. So another, another big win for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Pat wasn't even on the podcast and he, and he got, I was not on the pick. podcast. I, yeah, it's been a hectic lull, hectic, uh, past week for you boy. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm yeah. on site at the, uh, the BMW championship at caves Valley. Um, doing a little bit of work. So, yeah, so we'll have a in-depth course preview for that. Uh, oh yes, oh yes, I'll be giving you the rundown. I was there today, and it was looking absolutely pure. Everything was top-notch, and yeah. honestly, it's like it's weird because it's Maryland, and there's just like a vat. It is a valley, Caves Valley, obviously, but it comes out of nowhere, and it's the most hilly elevate, like so much elevation change. So the, the grandstands around sixteen and seventeen and eighteen, like you can. They're all really high, and you can see 16 green, 17 green, 18, the whole thing. Going to be an unreal thing, but we got yeah, some more to pictures, talk about before that. The, the pictures you sent are, look, I mean, just the one from the water in front of the green, the one uh-huh. looked like it was, like you said, it was 17 maybe or 18 green maybe it is. But it just looks, right. it looks crazy. It looks like almost like uh, that hole, the second picture you sent just now, it looks almost like, the last hole at Quill Hollow, kind of the creek, the creek running up one of the. Mm. Like the that's right not eighteen. Kinda. That's I don't know what hole that is. It's it's, I think seventeen. Okay, I think seventeen. It's par three, and then it goes uphill. Um, and there's a there's like a creek to the right of eighteen that like is just. That's that, that's, cool. that's that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm looking at right now. The creek to the right of eighteen. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like the pond. No, no, no. I'm talking about the creek and the creek. Okay, is then, like, yeah, no, like, that, that like, is eighteen. Correct. It reminds it reminds me of like Quill Hollow, even though the creek is on the left side of Quill Hollow, but like kind of like a similar like oh the creek is you're kind of cutting across the creek and then yeah. it's along the whole. And I'll see a lot more of more of it over the next week. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we can looks, talk about looks that like, next week. Looks like there isn't a blade of grass like missing at all. Like oh, yeah, absolutely not. So it, it's the vibe. Like dude, I got there and I was like. I, the first thing I said was like, this doesn't give me like a Beth page, like major championship venue type vibe. It gives me like a, like, this is like an elite country club. That's just happens to be hosting a major championship, not major championship. Sorry. A major FedEx event. Cup playoffs. FedEx Cup playoffs. Like yeah. that's, that's a major event. Like huge. Um, 
Yeah. Huge. But anyway, let's get back into Kevin Kisner and how he won last week. So we ended up going into a six player playoff. Everybody teeing off at the same time. Kind of sick. Uh, Hilarious. I think like, it's so kind of you kind of all in the tee together. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It kind of looks like a, a like a, a Sunday at a Muni course. <laughs> like when yeah. you just go out as like a six sum. I, I think that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. I mean really had no business getting there. I mean, Russell Henley was in the lead uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and he went one over on Sunday, didn't even make it into the playoff. Um, you have that six-man playoff first hole. Adam Scott puts it close, misses the putt. Um, that would have everyone. So everybody goes up and down, makes par. Adam Scott misses his, uh, his birdie putt, which was really close. Um, and we get to the second playoff hole, and Kevin Kisner ended up closing it out. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously Justin Rose would have been in the playoff too if he made if he made his putt, but on a seventy second hole. But it's it's, it's kind of felt like like I, I said last week too. I picked Kisner top forty, which I thought was an absolute lock, just because it felt like he doesn't have to hit that far, and he can he can kind of play it around, make a couple putts, hits a couple iron shots. It's not super long course, which I think helps him a lot. And he played well. Obviously, he won the golf tournament. And the playoff was, I mean, so just like a hodgepodge of like random guys. It was there's Adam Scott, there's Kevin Kisner, Siwoo Kim, Brandon Grace, Kevin uh, Who was yeah, the, there? Was, Kevin there was Kevin Nye, and there's one more. I couldn't couldn't tell you his name. Uh, but like that's like that's such a random collection of guys. Like you wouldn't. Like yeah, they're all names. Like it's a good a collection of it guys. Is. It is not it, a I, collection of guys you. It's the collection. I guess it's the collection of guys you'd expect at a Wyndham, but it's almost Wyndham, yeah. a Wyndham. You'd expect more random guys, but it's just so many like of those like mid level like they right. all scream seventy eight hundred dollar salary to me. Right. Oh, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, especially like tier. Adam Scott. We haven't heard of Adam Scott in feels like months like several months behind mm-hmm. Adam Scott Kevin that Nye swing he had on the par the three have you seen it like this I, the, not. I, feel, I feel like PGA Tour is posting it uh like just Adam Scott highlights all weekend his mm-hmm. swing is just so pure oh it's always been so so nice he does have the ideal golf swing which is yeah, yeah. but it sucks that he missed the, missed the putt Adam Scott hasn't won in a while either so he has not um, it would have been nice to see him win but obviously it's always good to see Kevin Kisner when he's a fan favorite also just a player's favorite on tour Ain't now no I, I I posed the question this week on Reddit and mixed mixed reviews I mean we had like 60 to 70 comments uh, between the two posts and I asked, should Kevin Kisner be on the Ryder Cup team? I'll let you guys go first. Good question. I, have, I, I I think it's, I mean, yeah, you go first. I'll say we'll see how he plays over the next three weeks. Yeah. And that's a very neutral stance to take. But, I mean, you can't just, if you're uh, Steve Stricker, just given to Twitter talking about, Kevin Kisner and why he's like such a likable guy. And yeah, obviously he just won this week, but can't give into that. You got to evaluate him over the next three weeks, evaluate how the other guys are playing. Kind of just like if, if it does make sense, I would absolutely love that because obviously he's a good team player. Last, uh, Ryder cup. Uh, what was, who was the captain last Ryder cup? Furyk, maybe. Or no, it was Furyk. Furyk. Yeah. Furyk. Yeah. He went just 
by the books like who was the best like yeah who's, who's the best player in the world and, and how did that work out and then phil mickelson <laughs> yeah who went, and and phil mickelson. went on three that week and like how did that work out terrible you know? no, that so the Ryder Cup I, really is about strategy, and it's not just about putting together the twelve best guys in the in in the I guess in the U.S. But I was gonna say the world, but you kind of yeah. get the point I'm making. I mean, so I was I was hopping back and forth with this as I kept reading more and more comments. Um, I mean, the pros for Kevin Kisner making it. I mean, obviously he's a likable guy, he's a good team player. I mean, in a in a locker room where you're gonna probably have. Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, and most likely Patrick Reed. Like, you really you have might, to wonder might, how that's going to go. You might need a glue guy in there, and I, Kevin Kisner is a perfect glue guy. So that's that's a pro. Um, another pro is just how good he is in match play. I mean, this guy's a different player when you put him in match play. Um, I mean, he's won the match play event. He's come in the top five in match play events. I mean, he's just really good at match play. So uh, that's one thing to take in consideration. But I mean, one of the cons is I believe Whistling Straits is going to be set up to be playing almost 8,000 yards. And Kevin Kisner is not a long hitter at all. And especially into the wind. He's somebody who went out and said, like, like for US Opens, like, I can't compete because I can't hit the ball as far as these guys. And it's just like, there's no, like, I'm not going to be able to compete. Um, So that is something that may put him off the team for me just because I don't I don't think you could go into a tournament with a guy like that who really can't hit the ball as far as it's kind of a disadvantage, especially if you're playing a match against, you know, somebody who could hit the ball as far. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's what if if he was on the team, like if he was put on the team, I think well I think he would be I think he would be really good if he was put on the team. Like not even not amazing, but like putting a couple matches. Like he'd be like he's like you say he's a dog in match play. He kind of kind of brings out that mentality and like you don't really see that many guys with that record in match play. And like he wants like he would be he would love every everything about it. He's like you said, like lovable guy. Everyone wants to play with them. Everyone likes him. Kind of a glue guy. I would like love Kevin Kisner to to uh captain a Ryder cup team yes, in the future that'd, that'd, be, oh, that'd yeah. be so much fun that'd be, that'd be fun yeah but uh like pat said you can't like he's won one tournament this year and he won the Wyndham. like he right. did, it's like he won he won the tournament obviously which is great good good for him great one good one like you want a tournament it's a lot of money a lot of facts cup points which means a lot more money means you're in good form but Who'd you you beat Adam Scott and Sewell Kim in a playoff? Like Justin Rose was in the field. Like there's no one really there was no one even like the top, like I think it was like 10 in the FedEx Cup was in the in the field or something like that. Like there was the field was terrible. Would you he still won? But it's you can't be like, oh, he won the Wyndham and just put him you in gotta the, gauge on the how Ryder much, Cup team. You gotta gauge how much stock you're putting into the fact that he exactly won versus yeah. and, and kind of counter that with like also, everyone on 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 like the not even just on Twitter, just like in the news is talking about that now. It's just a storyline that's picked up, and I think that he shouldn't just cave into it. As no, much as it, I love no, he, should, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be caving into. It. And like Greg said too, the it, like the whistling strip, not a good course for Kevin Kisner kind of guy. Like if he was it, like, it's different if they're playing a in france like yeah, they were a couple years ago like that's perfect like ago. yeah a couple like like a weird quirky chorus but like whistling straights were like 
a guy like Bryson is probably going to be one of the better players that week, maybe. Even though he's not great at match play, he just fits that golf course, which is just hit as far as possible. Like, I don't know. And it, but like like you said, Pat, if Kevin Kisner goes out and plays unbelievable in the next couple of weeks, like like yeah, I would a hundred percent put him on the team. He's just yeah, he's all he just hasn't played well enough this year and he just and doesn't fit the mold really for that kind of golf course that they're playing at Whistling Straits. Yeah, you kind of so- you kind of get what you see when it comes to Kevin Kisner. I mean, you get a guy who's gonna be accurate off the tee, but not very well on him. He's 23rd in driving accuracy this year, but he's also 169th in driving distance. Yeah, um, is- and his strokes gained approach and, and off the tee are not very good um, because of that. And I mean, he's a very good putter though, 12 strokes game putting. So you got accuracy and putting, but not a lot of lane. If, if he was on the team, I would love it. And I would think he would actually do like, well, I think he would actually win it like a match or two, but I just don't, like looking at the strategy wise, I just don't think it makes a whole lot of sense right yeah, now. And, right and now, looking, looking at the the Ryder Cup standings and team right now, I mean, there's some locks. I think there's really only one or two spots up for grabs right now because you know, Kalmarkow, DJ, Bryson, Kepka, JT, and Shoffley locked in. Jordan Spieth is going to be locked in, of course. Yeah, I mean, yep. you, you got to put Patrick Reed on the team for for match plays ninth. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there's a couple of spots left. I think Patrick Cantley's probably earned himself a spot on the Burgers, team. Burger, I think, Burger, I, I, I think Harris English has yeah. earned himself and a Harris spot. English Harris English is in. I mean, like you're, you're, you're basically, I, I don't know about Patrick Reed, like 100%, like I, obviously he's Patrick Reed and, and the Ryder Cup and everything like that. But like there's only, there's really only one or maybe two spots really available for someone else to hop in and like it just doesn't i just don't think kisner like he really has to like play lights out these next couple of weeks and just show everyone i can I mean, com- yeah. like i can play in these like longer I'm- courses and just and then he might like because he's not i mean like close to the the like, more we talk 20- through it he's he's eighth he's 18th actually he moved up 18th okay um, the more I we mean, talk through it the more i'm like it just really yeah. it just it doesn't make logistically sense. like with with whistling straights as well as what we're talking about with this list of guys and how good Americans are. Yeah. It, it's a long, it'd be a real curveball. I think, I think Scott, I think Scotty Scheffler's another guy that I love Scott. I, I like would love, I really, really well on the match play on the team. Yeah. I wonder decent. if a guy like Webb Simpson gets left off the team this year, because once again, he's not a very right. long hitter and he hasn't had the best of years. And even though yeah. he sits in the 13th spot, like he's not a lock. So I think I, 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 I do these next couple of weeks will show a lot, like a lot of guys, especially running the color, like a sky shuffler might have a lot of extra motivation just to try to get on the team. And Webb Simpson has a lot of extra motivation because it's really has been his spot to lose i feel like like i agree yeah on the and President's i mean cup team i think he played tony fino fino as well i mean he just hasn't had a great year and he sits in the 12th spot he's right a bomber now. though yeah he's not a lock i just i don't see him as a lock right now so i see i see that there as being being two spots left up for grabs it's between you know tony fino webb simpson scotty Scheffler, kiz billy horschel jason kokrak i mean there, there's a lot kokrak. of good american players um, and there's two spots up for grabs. So I just yeah, I would, we don't get us wrong. We would love, we would all absolutely love if Kid was on the team. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it makes sense right now. I think we all agree on that. 
Ryder Cup is going to be unreal. Oh, I can. I mean, the fact that we have the Fags playoffs ahead of us, and we just talked about the Ryder Cup for that long is. is Yeah, I mean, (laughs) should have been in the clubhouse. Yeah, uh, that's all right. That's discussion. Okay. I mean, let's, let's okay. get back. To, let's get back to the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, we'll special, talk about the FedEx yes, Cup playoffs. Special edition of uh, who's hot, who's not this week. Uh, FedEx Cup playoffs edition. I mean, let's get into that. So it's going to be who's in, who's out. So who's in this week? Uh, oh, Chesson Hadley finishes in the 125th spot, and um, he does it because. Who's out? Justin Rose missed a short putt in the well, 72nd not hole. Just, not, not, not even just because of that, because of he made a hole in one on 16, was it? Yeah, was like it down the stretch. Yeah, like hole down the one on 16. And one of the 60, best hole in one here. Yeah, like it's his first ever hole in one. And like you get like the post route, like if you haven't seen the post round interview, like go go watch it because it's it's unbelievable. Like he's so emotional. Like you can tell, like this means so much to him. Uh, it's it's a really 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 cool moment. And like it's literally his first hole in one ever as a like not really I'm just on tour ever ever yeah I, ever. I did not know that. And to come to come, to come in this moment, like he's like I like basically if it was if he didn't make that hole in one, he might have been I don't know what the Leaderboard, leaderboard was exactly, Probably. but he might he might have been out. He might have been yeah. out of the play, out of the FedEx Cup playoffs. So, and I mean, it sucks for a know. guy. It sucks for a guy like Justin Rose. He played well uh, last week. He he got yeah. himself. I mean, he wasn't in the playoff because he missed the putt on the last hole. But like, he yeah. played well, and it sucks that he has to go out missing a short putt uh, on the last hole. Yeah, but like the one hundred and twenty-six spot that sucks. But like. <laughs> It's so cool that Hadley's in at one twenty-five, and Rose, Rose has a major and all these yeah. all this stuff. Like he, Chesson Hadley's one of those guys. Forward. He's fine. He's fine. I I watched Chesson Hadley just like when I first got into golf, and like you get that golf bug, like you're literally watching like Golf Channel just to watch Golf Channel. And I saw him yeah. on what was then the um, the Web.com tour, and I was like, oh, this guy's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously his his PGA tour career hasn't panned out quite the way maybe my 15 year old 16 year old self uh, would have thought at that point but uh yeah no he just shows how long he's been like in the game and i don't know how i don't know how many fedex cup playoffs he's made but i would assume very little maybe one very little if not first one first one so yeah and the the video go watch go watch the video of the post run interview go watch the uh uh reaction to him making the hole in one he jumps like 10 feet in the air which yeah, is just hilarious. Very, cool. very fun. Yeah. Um, so a couple of other notables who made some some jumps this week. I mean, Matt Kuchar, he came into the week 124, so kind of on the bubble there. Ends up at 120, so he's in. He's um, had a quiet year. Quiet year. Very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Piercy, he was at one, he was in the dreaded 126 spot. Well, he moved up to 116 this week, played really well. Um, Roger Sloan was the big mover this week, um, besides Kevin Kisner, of course, but his kids, kids was in Roger Sloan was in the playoff. Um, yeah. he, um, was 131 coming into the week. He moved all the way up to 92nd. That's so a big one too. That's, yeah. that's a really big jump. I mean, if he plays well, if he plays well against, 
70 if you top 70 next week if he plays well, well again next week that's this week yeah, it could be another big move be, who knows it could be yeah. set, set now set. some of the guys who missed out i mean we, we mentioned justin rose the, the dreaded 126 spot that sucks um mm-hmm. patrick rogers 128 he lost his tour guy pat my guy i mean that's my surprising God. that he lost his tour card because he has played that guy's gonna rip it up on uh yeah well first of all in the q school and two on the corn ferry wait yeah. no can you he just probably, do Q school and get his no, tour card he back? He doesn't have to go to Q. No, you can't. He doesn't have to go to Q school. He's basically, I think, I, have to, I we we have to like look into like how like the whole like if you lose your tour card, where do you go after that? I think you just drop down to Corn Fair. I think it's just like basically just relegation or whatever. But I'm not. I I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal with that kind of do stuff. Do you is. do you you basically go back to the Corn Ferry, uh, Q school and work your way back? Okay. You yeah. Hard. So okay, you, I guess you could earn it. You could earn it back through Q school. You could earn it back um, top twenty-five corn ferry. So that's right. Um, I mean, and then some players. I mean, we'll mention it right now. Tommy Fleetwood, one thirty-seven. He actually lost his tour card this week. Um, zero plays or wins tour, in in eighty-eight starts on tour. So no tour card. But he will have conditional status in twenty twenty-two. So that there's another way you can. And he'll, he'll play in he'll a bunch still, of tournaments still. Yeah, well, and, and, and he'll still he'll play, play in just w. as many tournaments as he did before. Like he yeah, play he's, that many he's, he's, he's playing. He's playing European. Like he's playing European. There's no. We can. We should talk about the, the new schedule a little bit too for next year. But there's like there's not as many WGCs and he'll be, he'll be playing in those. Oh, I actually have, I have a little thing here on that. Um, let me find it real quick. Cause there's also a, uh, whole thing about, so the PGA tour and the European tour, um, Oh yeah, they're co-sanctioning events. That's right. Co-sanctioning events. Which I I love, I like they're doing like, like, it's uh, the Barbasol, the Barracuda and the gen and the new Genesis Scottish open. Um, will yes. be co-sanctioned yes. and yes. count towards the PGA Tours FedEx Cup and the European Tours race to Dubai. I love, I love the whole the coast. I don't know about the Barbasol and Bar- Barracuda. I could honestly care less about those, but like them co-sanctioning the uh, Scottish Open makes sense. Depending if it's the week before the British Open, yeah, it does. Then that's I think that makes so much sense for the PGA. I think the, it, it, both it, sides it would win bring too. guys like that. Like, it's an alliance, exactly. Like it, and you want like you want guys are gonna want to go over to uh, whatever Scotland. You said Scottish Open, yeah. So Scotland and prepare for the Open Championship the next week. Like it makes it it makes it more logistically possible for guys and like those that. both those count towards race dubai as well as fedex cup yeah which is um, perfect so for guys perfect. like tommy fleetwood stuff like that too. yeah it is yeah. i it think is going nice. forward i mean i could see this partnership even expanding so i think, I think it could be i think it could too i i, I would love to see more terms because that has been an, an issue well. that the, that they have dealt with with guys like you know tommy fleetwood or, or whatever like louis um tyrell like hodden maybe i don't know just like guys like that who who play um a lot of your play like back and forth. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. And two more guys I mentioned. Ricky Fowler, 134. He didn't make yeah. it. But he was close, but he didn't make it. Um and he's, still, he's still a status because he's yeah. still like top something on my list yeah, or whatever. Same same yeah. custom rows. Like yeah. Um Olympic they, silver they're, they're medalist Rory Sabatini, one thirty three. He didn't make all it. All my homies hate Rory Sabatini. <laughs> Apparently, uh, now there is uh, 25 I mean, new new PGA Tour members uh, coming from the Corn Ferry Tour. I mean, some of the notable yeah. 
Uh, Mito Pereira. Taylor Pendrith is um, one of them. Is making it. Taylor Pendrith is one of them. Davis Riley. Uh, mm-hmm. Will Zalatoris is on that list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, congrats I saw, to him. I was, I never, was heard, that never heard of him that, before. That's, that's pretty the, cool. Yeah, uh, watch out for Torap. The PGA Tour app uh, was like sent that notification out. I looked there. I was like, "Oh, Will Zalatoris, of course." So he's he's not playing the Fed Cup playoffs, right? No, he didn't. He can't. He didn't win. Yeah, that sucks. He if he won this week, yeah. I think he would have played in it, right? Yeah. If he, all he needed to do was win one tournament, I think, and then he was like a yeah. full time PGA Tour. You guys probably talked about that last week, the, right? No, I don't, really. I don't think we did. But we, I think we oh. talked about that like after like the Masters when yeah, he played we talked so about well. Then, like that was that that was when yeah. he was everyone was going crazy before. before. Way before yeah. the dreaded putt at the open. So, yes. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I forgot to think about this, but I'm pretty sure I got to figure out who, what his name is. But there was somebody who um, who made it from the Corn Ferry Tour to who got a tour card who's been grinding for like years. David Skins, is that his name? Skins, not yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, Skins. David Skins. So he's 39 years old. Um, I think he's been grinding for like eight or nine years or something like that. To People's champ of the week. Tour. Yeah, people yeah. that's what I was gonna say. People's is champ he the of guy, the week. Is, is he the guy who was doing he was doing DoorDash eight months ago or something like that? Yeah, I think it's so. Crazy. Um he's that's from so England. Cool. I mean, yeah, he, he so, moved so cool. he won the the final regular season event to move into the top twenty five and get his tour card. Crazy. So that crazy that's story. So 30, that's 39 so years awesome. old making his PGA tour debut next year. Um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. So now that we've kind of gone over everything that happened past week, you know, kind of everything that's going forward, let's get into the skins with the course preview. But first, a word from Roback. You probably noticed us wearing some new Roback merch over the past few episodes, whether it was uh, the hat both me and Jake are wearing right now. Trevor has one as well a pullover or a collared shirt. We're partnering with Roback in 2021 and we couldn't be more excited. So head to the link in our bio, add the Roback merch you want and you'll get 15% off just by using the link. So enjoy and crave activity. All right, so it's skins for the Northern Trust. We're gonna have Jeek do the course preview as always. And um, Jeek, just to uh, you know, kind of tell people who don't really know how the uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs work. You can also maybe go over that. Yeah, of course. Um, so we have the top 125 in the FedEx Cup this week, uh, and that's in the Northern Trust. Next week, it drops down to the top 70. So you're really going to want to look at that on the graphic when they're playing. There's going to be a green number or a red number at the top. If it's green, that means they're in the top 70. That'll change throughout the week. If you're in the top 70, you make it to the BMW Championship and you get to play in that. Um, and then it cuts down to the top 30 and you get to the top 30 gets to the tour championship and you want to be positioned pretty well in the tour championship because how they're doing it is uh, like by standing. So I'm, I'm pretty sure the first player starts off like, was it 10 under or something? I forget what I the so. number is. So like the second player starts off nine, eight, seven, and, and like mm-hmm. it goes down to, to the 30. So um Whoever wins that wins it all, wins the tour championship, wins the the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs and the big was it fifteen million dollars or something. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of money. So you definitely want to position yourself pretty well to get into that top thirty and you know, as high as you possibly can going into the tour championship. Yeah. So like just to be clear, so like Colin Morikawa, he come he get he gets cut this week. He's still make like he's number one in the FedEx playoffs. He 
he makes it to the BMW championship. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys. You who, don't. What I'm saying is, you don't have to come in the top seventy this week. No. Yeah. There's like there, there, there's always different scenarios and. They were talking. They were talking so, about it. It's more so in like the to the tour championship. I feel like just because it's like close, there's less players, and like they're they mm-hmm. uh they're able to like narrow it down in terms of scenarios. But like it's it's like the it's kind of cool. Like these like like the Wyndham. They're talking about like oh this guy needs this for to get into the playoffs, and like then it'll be the same this week, which will be it'll be intense. Like people are be grinding out there. Which would be which would be really cool to see. I think. Yeah, they were they were talking about it earlier this week or maybe a weekend on the golf channel. And uh, Louis Uste is not playing this week. Uh, he sits in the eighth spot right now, and I guess there's not. I mean, there's incentive to play, but he's probably going to move down a couple spots just because he's not playing. Remember Webb Simpson did that really last year bad. at the Northern Trust. Yeah. And it like I don't know it, why I, I don't I think anyone's that. and I don't think anyone's ever won uh, the Fags Cup playoffs by sitting out one of these events but like people have gotten close and stuff like that so you're still gonna make a lot of money if you're out there in the top 10 and sometimes if you're hurt or if you know you're not feeling like you could play well at one of these courses sometimes sitting out's the right move because you know if you put up a bad score it's almost better to sit out but don't worry he'll come to caves valley and he'll rip it up yeah (laughs) well I, i think if honestly if you finish yeah like you say if you finish top 10 if you're Louis Tays and you're finishing top ten in the FedEx Cup at the end of this, like you're still walking away with the over, I think over a million dollars at that point still. Yeah, so still at pretty least nice. Something, so something ridiculous. Like it's, yeah. Mm. So let's get into the course preview. We have Liberty National this week. Uh, last time we saw it, 2019. Um, Pat put in a couple of notes here that uh, nine of the top 11 players on the leaderboard finished inside the top 25 in strokes gain approach, which. Like we said, is always the most important stat. I feel like coming into the week, um, mm. most of the shots come in from 175 to 225. Uh, I believe most of the holes actually play uh, between 450 and 500. So even par fours gain 450 to 500. Yeah, thirty percent like or over thirty percent were also from like 100 to 150. Yeah, I mean so, it's not a, it's not a, a lot of it. Super long course. It's seventy four ten par seventy one. Wind's going to be a factor though, because you know it plays right off the water. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of tricky holes with the wind. I mean, a couple of the par threes are relatively long. I was taking a look at it. There's there's a couple par threes over two hundred, and then there's the signature hole, um, an hundred and fifty yard par three, but it plays into the swirling wind, so it's not quite that easy. Um, yeah. And I mean, just looking at some other statistics, I mean, I think ball striking is a big thing at this course. Um, you you put in strokes gain approach and driving accuracy. I would just combine it together and put strokes gain ball striking in for that. Yeah. And, uh, ball striking is going to be big and strokes gain around the green. I mean, like I said, throwing wind, there might be a lot of missed greens on the approaches. So you do have to have good up and down um, and ability around the greens to, to play pretty well. Um, and just looking at, you know, previous winner i guess 2019 uh the leaderboard patrick reed won um kind of fits the bill good pretty good ball striker very good short game player um abraham answer second harold varner third uh in third and john Rahman also tied third so a lot of big names up there i mean it is the fedex cup playoffs so big names usually show out in the fedex cup playoffs and i mean you just have to have a good all-around game to to win these events so who would like to go Pat, first? You, start. you won. You picked yeah, the you, oh. you got okay. the same. Yeah. Fair enough. Honors. All right. 
Yeah. True. Honors on the I have team. three. I have three skins now. Uh, it's sixteen to thirteen to three. So <laughs> we're getting there. Hey, I have, I have two winner. Two of those skins are winners, though. Come back to you. True. That's <laughs> true. He's picked them in really bad. I have wrong. Worst weeks to probably do it. Yeah. For the exactly. worst weeks to do it. <laughs> Rom and Kisner. So, um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, my my best bet. It didn't matter because Reed dropped out anyway, uh, and I won. So, but my pick this week is Daniel Berger. Uh, so he's sixth. In, he's sixth in strokes gain approach on tour as well um, as he's sixth in uh, proximity from 175 to 200. I know that's not 175 to 225, but you know, close enough. Uh, he's accurate off the tee. One of the best uh, putters on in the field. His experience here. He went two and one in the Presidents Cup that was here. So. Been seeing a lot of Daniel Berger talk this week, and I kind of love it. I feel like whenever you need guys to like ball strike, hit fairways, hit greens, you look at uh, Daniel Berger, and you know he's thirtieth in stroke team putting as well. So I feel like he shouldn't have too hard of a time. He's not a great wedge player, but um, like around the greens, apparently. So we'll see though. I like it. I I love that pick. I was gonna do that, and I saw you had it, so I couldn't. Take the Daniel Berger pick, but I love, love, love Daniel Berger. This Trevor, you got to get to the document faster. This happens. I know, to I know. way too many times. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my best bet uh, is Corey Connors top forty. I was originally looking at uh, Corey Connors over like Tyrrell Haddon, and then I, it was minus one hundred five, and then I was like, ah, if it's inside minus one fifty, I might as well just go top forty, and um, it is. So I'm liking Corey Connors this week. Another ball striker, obviously. Um, he can play good, well in wind. He, you know. I feel like I, there's no explanation for Corey Connors that I really need to go deeper it's, into. It's he's just so solid. Ball striker. Stroke skin approach. Yeah, yeah he's just a ball striker. striker. So, yeah, I'll Trevor, go. I'll let you go next. You, yeah. you got your best bet last week, which was also Kevin Kisner. So, also Kevin Kisner. I just changed my winner. I was going to go with Joachim Neiman because I feel like it's based off of the trend. It's the guys that have said we're due have won every other week. But then I, he's not great driver, driver, driving accuracy. But I still think he could play well. But so I'll go with Abe Answer, twenty eight hundred, my guy. Talk about guy who's just gonna hit straight off the tee, hit great approach shots from whatever distance it is, and then a good putter. Just won a couple weeks ago too. Um, and then I'll go my best bet, Victor Hovland over Bryson at even. I don't love Bryson this week. He he seems kind of out of sorts, kind of just all over the place. And this is this feels like a course where, kind of like a Le Golf National where in France, where you kind of it's kind of quirky. You kind of you don't need to hit driver everywhere. Uh, Kevin Kisner was three zero in matches here when he was on the Presidents Cup, however many years ago that was. Patrick Reed's won here before. It's kind of a Scrambler's iron player paradise, if you could say. Uh, so I don't think Bryce is going to do that great. I think I think Hovland is poised for a good good week this week. I think he's. We haven't heard from him in a while. I think he's going to play well. And he's twenty eighth yeah, like approach. So. I like that take on Bryson. I mean, I don't think anyone's stock has dropped more than Bryson's stock has yeah. dropped. Just what's been going on the last couple of weeks. I mean, he hasn't mm. really played that well, and then just the drama that's been happening. I mean, I just like yeah. Bryson stocks dropping quite a bit. I feel it like. is a hundred percent, but obviously there's going to be weeks in courses where he has a clear advantage and he like, will be in the top yes, of the leaderboard. Like, like, like if, like if they're playing at the rocket, like the rocket mortgage is perfect for Bryson. You just, or like even like a, like a, 
venue like Tory Pines. Like yeah, so. Tory like a Tory Pines, even Whistling Straits. I think he'll play great at the Ryder Cup in Whistling Straits, even though he's not good at match play. I think he'll be that course fits him perfectly, but not not here. I don't think I don't think that makes sense here. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'll go next. My winner, I'm gonna go with Patrick Cantley. He's 33 to one. Uh he's 28th in strokes can approach and 19th from from 175 to 200, which is a stat we kind of singled out. Um, but he's also eighth in strokes gain around the green, which is an important stat this week. He's a very good wedge player, um, really good scrambling around the green and, and 14th strokes gain off the tee as well. So I mean he's he's pretty good all around, has a couple wins this year. Um I wouldn't say he's fully a lock for the Ryder Cup. I mean, he's a high percentage, but like you have a couple of bad weeks and all of a sudden he might be out on the outside looking in. So he will want to play well um, looking at the like going into the Ryder Cup. And I don't know. I just kind of like it. I feel like he's fit for he's another guy that's kind of fit for this course and a great all around player. GQ dirty dog with his best bet. I just yeah, so my, my best bet, <laughs> um, I was struggling to find one and I'm like, you know what? Go big or go home. My best bet is there will be a playoff uh, plus 300. So I, I there's been a ton of, of playoffs the last couple of weeks. I don't know why. Um, I don't know what's happening, but like pretty much every time I tune into an event, there there's a bunch of guys near the top of the leaderboard and they're bound to go into a playoff. I mean, we had six people last week. How often do you see that? So, I mean, I, I don't think it will be that. Like I don't think it will go six people, but I could definitely see a two or three person playoff um, at going into an event like this this week. So yeah, I'm gonna. I agree. It's the, the, this is the course where I feel like there's gonna be there could be a playoff like that, which I think would be a that'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then did we put in a first round leader? I did put in a first round leader, and it happens to be Trevor Winner, Abraham Answer. I did not. One. That was not on purpose. I knew it was a first round leader, but that's not on purpose. I just like. I just love Abraham answer. I mean, he's a guy. Um, last time he played here, he finished in second place. I mean, he's a guy who could go low on any given day. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm feeling a first round leader from Abraham answer. I'm gonna randomly throw in Tyrrell Hatton as a first round leader, just as my own personal. I don't know. I just feel it. I feel. I feel something out of Tyrrell Hatton this week. Weirdly, I like. So uh, I was gonna say another guy that I like if is, he wins. Another guy I like not not first round leader, just guys I like. It's. I like Brian. I like Brian Harmon. I'm kind of going like even. I think even Kiz could play well this week again. He's playing. He's playing. You want to. You want to hear a bet that I that I kind of like. Just as like a miscellaneous bet here. Mm -hmm. It has some value. Max home a top twenty at plus five hundred. A lot of value. I don't hate it. A lot of value. He's an iron player. Where is he? Where is he on the FX Cup? Do we know? I'm not sure. I, I assume uh, he's probably what he has I a win, so maybe here. in the 60s, 57. He's 27th. Whoa! Yeah, he's gonna want to make, make some moves. I mean, you want to be up as wow. top as close as possible to the top of the the leaderboard going into the next couple weeks. So you yeah. need to play well. You need to get hot for these three weeks. Pretty much. I like I, I like Homa here a lot. Great iron player. I think if you're if you're a great iron player, it can. In the fairway and gets all that's all you really need, honestly. Like yeah. it's a it's a great recipe for uh for here. So. I mean, yeah, while we're while we're in guys we like, I mean, this is not a hot take at all, but Jordan Spieth, I mean, I think he's fit oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely you gotta you gotta throw yeah. the, the obligatory uh I mean, he's, Jordan he's Spieth uh seventh in strokes gain around the green. I mean, he's been pretty good at ball striking this year, good iron player. Uh he's I been mean, accurate off the team. Pretty accurate, recently. yeah. That's what I was about to say. I mean, if he puts pretty if he puts 
pretty well, I could definitely see him winning. Which event like this? Speed. I mean, speed I, in, 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 in I, I Morikawa. Morikawa just fits this course perfectly. I mean, Jordan Spieth well. uh, T six the last time he played this course, twenty nineteen. What um, course does does Colin Morikawa not fit perfectly? Yeah, but like like um, if you're the thing is with Colin Morikawa, this one, this one. This this one more so just because of how how much iron play affects everything. I exactly the thing with Colin Morikawa so is not how much does like this course suit him. It's how much of an advantage does he have on the field exactly. because of how good he is exactly at everywhere. It's like how how hard is the course and like what kind of conditions like wind and all that are t- being taken into account. Yeah, like, it, that leg up play with, how good of a ball can, striker he is. He can win anywhere, and but if if he has if we're point if they're playing a course where ball striking and especially iron play is at a premium and so mo- like the most important like which it is a lot but like course like this or a course like uh, St George's for example which you obviously want to play where you don't necessarily need to drive the ball uh, super super far and where iron play is super super important like he's gonna he's gonna be near. Always near the top of the leaderboard. I'm assuming. I mean, the way I look at it with Colin Morikawa is that he's gonna hit the ball in the fairway. He's gonna his iron play is gonna be really good, probably top ten in the field. As if he puts well, he'll yeah. probably win. If he doesn't putt we, well, we then he'll about, yeah. finish pretty well. But if he, if all he has to do is get his putter hot for, if his putter is even just a little bit hot, I think he's just. He's just a lock to be in your top of the leaderboard this week. I mean, he's like he's minus one twenty five to finish top twenty. I mean, that's I I, would, I love is that, that value. a freaking I, I like is that a that. borderline absolute like mortal lock. I think I think it is. I I really think it is. Like that's a mortal lock. That might, that might be I, mean, of the week. I think Jordan Spieth minus one fifty five at top twenty is also a mortal lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's these two guys fit this course very well. Um, they do for which, sure, which is good. Good for awesome. them. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be a good term, tournament. I'm actually very excited to see uh, who's at the top of the leaderboard at the end of the yeah, it's going to be fun, uh, fun to watch on TV because of the views and everything like that. There's going to well. be a lot of big names up there, but I feel like there's also going to be someone who's who's fighting to get into that top 70s, looking to make a move. So, oh yeah, that that's the other thing you're looking to see who's going to win the tournament but you're also looking to see who's going to survive to next week who's going to make a big move so that's yeah. why the facts so awesome let's get let's get in the clubhouse and let's look at the um at the 71 through 125 guys and i mean obviously you're not gonna say 71 because it's not a hot take but who do you who do we think's gonna you know Make, make that move? push and kind of make that make a big move up. Wow, Jason Day is one ten. I didn't even know he was still playing this year. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go that to Adam Scott. He made a big move last week. He was one twenty one like up to eighty two. I mean he he's got I'm a great iron player good, too. Good iron player, good short game player. Um, I mean it's all about the putting. Uh, he's at eighty two right now. I feel like he can move into that top seventy if a, a good finish this week. I'm gonna yeah. go with I'm gonna go with. You mean give me Doug think, Gim? Okay, I don't know. Why. I, was, I was looking at that. I think I I guess saw him earlier on maybe a stroke skiing approach thing. I think he's somewhere somewhere up there. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Give you me. Want, he's he's first in stroke skiing approaches from 175 to 200 yards. Give me two guys. All right. Give me one. Give me Ian Poulter to move up from 79. Uh, I like Poulter. 
and yeah. give me Gary Woodland to move up okay. from 114 or jump. Yeah, 114. Yeah. Yeah, don't hate it. Um yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of quality names that that could miss out next week. So and we're, and we're, yeah, anyone we think is gonna miss like from that's inside gonna fall down from inside the top seventy. Uh, that's a tough one. Give me Aaron Wise. Haven't heard his name once all year. He's gonna fall out. Martin Laird. Yeah. Also, yeah, I agree. I hope I hope yeah. he uh he comes back and and doesn't miss out, but I think Matthew Wolf is I was just looking at that. Yeah. And, and Ooh, I think Loki think Matt Matt Fitzpatrick could make a big jump today or this week. He can I mean, yeah, I, I think I like him He's to make a, a big jump striker. from sixty to maybe you know get in the thirties and the, uh, maybe early forties and uh, then move up the next week into the tour championship. I, yeah. I I think even going even looking ahead next week, I think Mackenzie Hughes is a big is a name going to make. I think he's going to make a lot of moves this week. Yeah, he's a very hot and cold player and like he gets hot a couple tournaments in a row and all of a sudden like he's creeping up moving up the leaderboard uh yeah dirty so exactly um but we'll see how that plays out and then do we want to just give our our final picks on like who we think is going to win the uh ahead, like, ahead of the FedEx cup just who's who we think is going to take it yeah um you guys go first i will go with it's hard I mean, not to say speed or more but but I think I think Rom could could easily. Rom. I think I'm gonna go with Rom. Yeah, Rom's name fifth. definitely sticks out there at fifth, like because he's the best player in the world, probably. Like with with Colin Morikawa right now, his name. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go JT. Yeah, I haven't, he's, haven't he's, heard a lot from JT recently. He hasn't been playing that well. Honestly, we, we haven't heard a lot from him. I think he's one. I think he's gonna be trying to get ready for the Ryder Cup. I think he's really pumped for that. And two, I think this is the year where people like, yeah, JT's not playing great in majors, but this is the year where he's like, he can win the players and the FedEx Cup. Like, you might, like, that's a ton of money for not winning a major. I think he can, I think he can take advantage kind of system. And yeah, maybe I'm I'm going to, I'm going to stick with with what I like this week. I think Patrick Cantley's going to win this week. And I think he's going to move up and I think he's going to end up winning the FedEx Cup playoffs. I like that too. I can okay. definitely see that. He's at the third spot right now. So, yeah. And then, very last thing that I just wanted to bring up quickly. So, we're at episode 94. What, uh, any, 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 you know, ideas for the 100th episode? I know we're still six weeks away, I guess, five weeks away or whatever it is. It is tough to, uh, to think about because we are like, we're all working now. So, it's, yeah. it's tough to like be like. I don't mean anything like, like big, like, just like you know, this, just something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll 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 brainstorm. Maybe maybe put out a poll on on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. and figure something. Kind of crazy. We're all officially, as of like you know today, like Saturday, and well, for Trev since like May, uh, <laughs> working. We're I know wow. we went from junior juniors in, in college. At the start of it, now we're working men. Yeah, so if the podcast gets shorter coming up, that's the reason why. That's the reason why. And we're not going to let it... We're probably just going to cut out all the dumb stuff that maybe you guys don't like anyway. And we're just going to you know, try to condense it into a more informational but still entertaining... It's yeah. not gonna. It's not gonna. We're gonna make the, the value easier. <laughs> the value of it isn't gonna isn't gonna go down. 
Um, but there, it, the podcast might change a little bit because, you know, just real life just things going on. But yeah. Exactly. So uh, big week ahead. Um, we'll see you at Caves that. Valley next yeah, week. That's you there know. on site. So we're going to have I'm there. So you want to going to want to tune in next week. Also be at the Ryder Cup in, uh, or at the end that of September. Be, that'll be really cool. So that, I won't be there during the tournament, actually, but I'll be there before yeah. and after. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, but that's just how, how that's the way she goes. But yeah, we'll see you next week at the BMW. Hopefully some cool mm-hmm. things happen out there in uh, Liberty National. See you next week. <laughs>